are we doing everybody welcome back it is episode four of the sam show and like always we've got a banging show for you guys today eh? <laughs> so right the first things to kick you off on the show biscuit tier list i know no one asked for it but we're going to be doing it anyway let's find out what the best biscuits are and hey you might have your own opinion as well that might oppose mine and it was the Carabao Cup final this weekend, Chelsea v Liverpool, so we're going to be having a look back at some moments on that. Then, of course, the top five moments of the week. And then, as well as that, we've got a little bit of an announcement at the end as well. You know, just get a little bit excited. Keep you listening right until the very end. But, yeah, welcome back, guys. Episode four. We're here. Hopefully, you're going to listen all the way. Let's get stuck straight into it. So biscuit tier list, you're probably thinking, Sam, are you running out of ideas? What are you doing? And quite frankly, it was just, this weekend's been pretty dry. I, I can't lie. There's been a lot of things that, um, that that you can't really talk about. There's not been any big moments. Hence why I've had to pick out the Carabao Cup because that was, um, I mean, it might just be like um, what my For You page is like, but that's just been all over my um, social media pages recently. So yeah, biscuit tier list. Now, British people. I'm British myself, as you probably can tell by the accent. But, God, we love a biscuit. We love it. You know, they always say tea is the gateway drug to a biscuit. And as I've grown older, I finally understood that that's true. When I go and put the kettle on, when I go and make a tea, I've always got to dip into the biscuit jar and I've got to grab something out. And usually in the house, mum does quite a good job of it, really. She, like, uh, gets a nice selection from Aldi and... And you also you always get like the big the big like sleeves with like the selection and stuff in them, but there's some absolutely banging biscuits out there. And do you know what? I've got a one to ten, ten being the worst. Then obviously one being on top, my goat biscuit of all time. And th- this is going to be a very serious conversation because, like I said before, we take biscuits very seriously over here. I don't know what the rest of the world does, but over here biscuits are serious you can have arguments about it you can have like all that 10 minute debate well not even 10 minutes that's a bit short an hour-long debate with your mates about what biscuits are the best and that's what we're going to do right now except it's just going to be me and this microphone and you guys listening on your phone so let's get stuck straight into it so i put at number 10 number 10 for the worst biscuit that that sam has put is nice biscuits I, I think that's the name i think that's the correct pronunciation unless it's nice like the place in france but i put nice biscuits and these biscuits are awful what i'm going to rank these on is dunkability so that basically says can you dunk them and they come out in one piece and are they nice when you dunk them and just pretty much the overall taste and the these nice biscuits the bottom of the barrel they are bottom of the barrel like well, if we ever get them in and they're in the biscuit jar, I could guarantee you they'd be they'd be at the bottom. They're always going to be at the bottom because you got to scoop them out and get the nice ones that you know your parents put put at the bottom. So they always end up at the bottom of the of the of the jar or where where whatever you keep your biscuits in. I just with them, look dunkability. That is like zero. You dunk them into a cup of tea or a coffee and they just break apart straight away like straight away you can't even get bite, like you can't even bite into it without it falling apart they just break apart straight away they're absolutely useless coming to that point and even when you have it dry you just you can't 
it's awful. It like builds up in your mouth. You become all claggy and stuff. And it and they're disgusting. That they're, oh, they're awful. Just thinking about them are really, really bad. So all right, let's move on from ten. Number nine. Okay, biscuits with raisins. Now there's a better word for them. There's like the actual word for them. However, I didn't find it. So biscuits with raisins. And it's like those like ones that they come in a weird pattern and then they have the things in. And the only problem with these is when you get them in a collective, like in the biscuit tin, and you're thinking, oh, that looks nice. That's a biscuit with chocolate chips in. That's a nice chocolate chip biscuit there. And it's not. It's not. It's you bite into it and you realise it's raisins. And it's a bit annoying. But they're not that bad. Like the way I'm classing this, there's a big jump between ten and nine here because these biscuits with like little raisins in and stuff, they're not that bad. I quite like raisins. I don't know whether you guys um listening think like I don't know whether you guys listening do like raisins or not. But I'm quite a big fan of them. And when they're in biscuits, they aren't that bad, you know. They aren't that bad. I don't like the big dates like that you that you can get in some things, but when they're in a biscuit, they usually work quite well, I have to say. And we're going to shuffle on up to... Oh, sorry, no. No, we're not going to shuffle on up to number eight, actually. Dunkability. Um, they're, they, they hold up a bit better than nice biscuits. I'm probably going to give it like a like a four out of ten on dunkability. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make it any better when you eat them, but like, it's always nice to dunk a biscuit. Then taste, I'd give it a four as well. Just like, it's a plain four across the board, but it, it's a very big jump from those nice biscuits. And then we're going to move on to number eight. And I think these are quite low. I'm looking at it. It's quite low. And I quite like these. But there's so many that are just better. That are just elite. These are elite tier biscuits that are going to be after these. The ones that, you know, the households that everyone will love. I put ginger nut in eight. And now, that might be a bit controversial for some of you. Some of you might love ginger nuts. It might be in your top three. But for me, I have to say, ginger nuts, they're amazing. But they just don't cut it that well. I think durability, and when I'm talking ginger nuts, I'm talking like the little the little circle ones, like the, the little circle ones that you get in the tube and stuff. Their durability for when you're dunking them is amazing. Top tier, the fantastic ginger nut biscuits for dunking. They hold up well, and they taste nice as well when you dunk them. I, I like dunkability. I think you give a six, seven. I think you give a six, seven for them, and then that's where it's really strong. But by itself. I think that's where it lets itself down a little bit because this is one of the few where dunking them is actually better than just eating them straight and raw. So I'm going to give just taste from taste alone, having it dry straight out the packet. I'm probably going to give it like a five. I think that's fair enough. So seven for dunkability, five for taste just alone. And then the next step, number seven, might be a controversial pick here because I know... This this have a very strong fan base. They have a very strong fan base behind them. I might get some hate for this. And I'm going to go with Hobnobs. Hobnobs at seven. And now, here's my thing with Hobnobs. It's, I'm going to class it as a poor man's digestive. And Hobnobs are a little worse than digestives. Because they have that, and don't get me wrong, this might be like, because it might be a little bit healthier for you. I don't know. I don't know the, the real brass tacks about... <laughs> <laughs> what makes a biscuit healthy or not or what's the difference in health but they just they're a bit too oaty they're a bit too oaty and when you dunk them dunk they hold up really well they hold up mint but it's when you bite into it you eat it 
and it's like the nice biscuits it gets claggy in your mouth but this is a really bad claggy like it stays it stays you can't go back to wherever you go you can't talk to someone after you just devoured a hobnob into your mouth after dunking it it's like the the dunkability is really poor i'm gonna give it a three but the taste by itself i'd give a seven and but it's above ginger nut because it's it's more of a household you know what i mean you you have the hobnobs more it's an it's an icon of the english it's an icon of the british biscuit game it really is and then just above that i mentioned it just before number six digestives digestives this low might be a bit of a controversial pick here but digestives i think they are the staple of british biscuits they they just are they're absolutely fantastic but it's a shame to put them this low but i've got to there's just things that are ahead of them there's just things that are ahead of them that are just so much better but with the digestive you get the dunkability you get the taste as well it's a really good the way I'm going to put it, it's a really good six out of ten biscuit. Six, seven out of ten biscuit. You're never going to go wrong with it whatsoever. When you get a digestive, you can guarantee it's going to be nice, whether you're dunking it or having it raw. Because when you dunk it, it holds up well. It takes in that tea or coffee well. It holds it, and then when you bite into it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't get claggy. It doesn't get stuck in your mouth. It, it goes in nicely, and then the taste by itself. I could devour nearly a pack of these by itself. I might be feeling a little bit rough afterwards, but I think, oh, easily there. But I think number six is a pretty decent spot in this list because I'm looking at the top five. There's one controversial pick, but they're pretty, it's going to be hard to knock them off. And number five, they were at number seven, but this time they have a chocolate layer on. Now, now, chocolate layered biscuits. What a game changer. Whoever thought, of layering chocolate onto a biscuit just like this just like that it's fantastic number five chocolate hobnob now that is all i don't know how i don't know how it can like change something so much soon you put that chocolate on it becomes mint and you know it don't get it holds the same as the fact that dunkability okay it's good i think the chocolate holds it up more it melts a bit as well and that that really adds to it doesn't it that really adds when it melts it is fantastic and you put it in oh perfect absolutely perfect chocolate obnob when you dip it in it's about an eight out of ten by itself that is just i digest it i think it's like a six, a six or seven you're never gonna go wrong you're never gonna go wrong and now number four episode four number four we a bit of a controversial pick this is the controversial one I'm going to go malted milk. I said it. I said it. Malted milk. Now, probably thinking, Sam, why? That's just a plain biscuit. I know, but it's absolutely banging. It is one of the finest biscuits you can get. This is one of my early memories of starting biscuits was having a malted milk. I always used to have a hot chocolate and my parents would let me have two. And then I'd always see my dad with four or something, but my parents would only let me have two. And God, they were amazing. Dunkability, dunk them into anything. And they're fantastic. They hold up well. It's about an eight or nine for dunkability. It is fantastic. And then for t- it's where it lets itself down, taste. Taste, let- it lets itself down. I know it's supposed to be like your basic bog standard biscuit. Like when you think of a biscuit, you think of malted milk, don't you? So it's an icon, but the taste does let it down. 
it's probably about a five or six out of ten. Now, we're moving on to the goats of the biscuit game. The goats. Your Ronaldo's, your Messi's, your Pele's, your whatever sport. Think of the best people in sport. And they're the goats of the biscuit game. Number three. This one might go a little bit. Because I know people rate these a lot. And number three is chocolate bourbons. I know. Chocolate bourbons are fantastic. Really good. And how do you guys eat them? Do you eat them without separating? Or do you separate like get the chocolate out in the middle and then eat the biscuit afterwards because that's what i do and it's absolutely fantastic you don't even need to dunk them and that's where the problem comes across dunkability you don't need to dunk it it's fine by itself it works by itself it kind of ruins it if you dunk it i'd say so dunkability is really low but man the taste it's about a nine you can't go wrong with a bourbon they're absolutely fantastic and it's white counterpart in number two, custard creams. Very unlucky to miss out on the number one spot here, but custard creams slap. I have to say, they absolutely slap. Like bourbons, they don't have to be dunked, but these ones hold their own when they're dunked. I think it adds a little bit more. And again, I separate, I separate and scrape off the the, the cream in the middle and then eat the things. That's what I do. It's like, a, like some people eat Oreos like that. And um, I think custard creams, they're ideal. When they're in, they're gone. When, they're, when they get put in the tin, they're gone within three days. And my mum could back up on that. Honest God, when she comes back from Aldi, puts them in, I'll have three in my hand already. In fact, they haven't even left the shopping bag and I'll have three in my hand. And she'll be like, oh, bloody hell, you got those out? Oh, don't ask me. But yeah, custard creams, banging. Then number one, number one, I've gone for. Oh, do you know what? This is the goat, all right? So this is the goat. I'm going to have to get a sound up here. I'm looking through. But this is the goat of British biscuits. Number one, chocolate digestive. Yes, chocolate digestives, everyone. My goat of British biscuits and biscuits in general. Biscuits in general. It is clear. Eat it out the packet dunk it it's a 10 out of 10 no matter what they are absolutely fantastic they're durable they taste good oh the mint they're just mint they're ideal they are so perfect any situation and you could get them anywhere as well and they did bring out white chocolate ones they're banging but they're not as much of a staple chocolate digestives for me take the crown for the best biscuit in the world, I'd say. I think they're the best biscuit in the world. And obviously, you're probably thinking, Sam, where are Oreos and like, you know, the little cookies and stuff? Come on, they're not biscuit. Right, so moving on from all that biscuit talk. Sunday. I know, you might be getting sick of me talking about sport. I'm sorry for the people who don't like sport out there. But this weekend was really dry. So, this Sunday, well, last Sunday actually... Carabao Cup. Liverpool won it. 1-0 against Chelsea. <laughs> I mean, they went, they went and beat us on Wednesday, so I'm not, not really got too much to laugh about. But yeah, the Carabao Cup, it's a, it's, a, it's a little less better than the FA Cup, I guess. But there were some moments from it. It was absolutely fantastic. I love these weekends. I absolutely love it when these weekends 
football crazy I am. When you get a cup final, it's mint. When that cup final is paired with loads of entertainment and stuff on social media, absolutely banging. I don't know how you don't like it. Honestly, that's one thing. Like, I think in this world, and Joe, I'm going to educate you here. I'm going to help you. If you don't like football, this se- this section might actually help you. You've got to know, especially in England, you've got to know about football because you can talk to anyone about it. You can bring it up. It's a brilliant conversation starter. Everyone out there, just learn a bit of football. Just look at the Premier League table. Look at the top goal scorers, and you'll be able to figure stuff out really easily. Like, oh, football, amazing. Love it. But yeah, so what? Liverpool... 1-0 in the last minute of extra time. Virgil van Dijk, of course. But I was looking at some of the stuff a little bit off the pitch that happened. So um, any of you people at home know who Astrid Wett is? You probably do. And you might be dirty if you do, but she is, she is quite popular within social media. So Astrid Wett, she's that Chelsea fan. One of those OnlyFans girls that are like, appear like each football club is getting their own honorary only fans girls and i haven't i mean i'm yet to find one for there's yet to be one discovered for leeds but it seems like each club is getting their own only fans person and astrid wet is i'd consider one of the ogs of it but god like the whole thing of what happened on sunday so obviously she staged it it was all staged i'm sorry none of this was real it was all staged but so she so Obviously, Chelsea might... Well, I think she's Chelsea might. I think she might just put it on a little bit. But she went to the game on um, Sunday, went to the ground, and she pretended that a ticket didn't work. Oh, what a shame. A ticket didn't work. So she went and put a tweet out. It was something along the lines of, guys, help, my ticket doesn't work. And it was a video of her, like, trying to use a ticket, and it's not working. Of course it isn't. It's probably just one from last year. It's like, guys, my ticket's not working. Please, can someone find me a spare? Or I will do anything for a spare. And then about 20 minutes later, she posts out, they're refreshing, just looking through Twitter. She posts out, oh, what a kind man. He gave up his son's ticket. He gave up his son's ticket for Astrid Wet. And now... This is the bit where you kind of go like, what on earth? And then again, you go like, this isn't real. So then she gets a picture of this fella and it, and, it, and it's brilliant. Go check the picture out on Twitter if you if you can. It, it's fantastic. It's her there with the match tickets looking dead happy all in a Chelsea game. It's just like this fella who's about like 20 stone, about 50 years old, arm round her. And he's just saying like, oh yeah, look at me, look at me. And it, the bit that people found in this photo is it's absolutely fantastic so when you zoom in when you zoom in on the guy's lower half you might notice something wrong with his jeans you might notice something wrong with his jeans if you're doing this along if you're finding the photo along whilst i'm talking to this talking about this you'll, you'll be able to clock it when you look at his jeans his flies down so his flies down so then obviously everyone on twitter's just like yeah there's no way this man got had a bit of pleasure, had a bit of pleasure just to give away Chelsea tickets. That were his sons, claimed to be his sons, by the way. So that, that horrendous, it's a horrendous mistake because there's no way she told him to do that at all. She, like, horrendous mistake from his behalf. So then he ends up, he ends up just getting his life ruined. And it's really bad. It's, it's really bad because... Obviously, it was all staged. They've asked her to take it down. She hasn't. 
And I feel really bad on the boat because now everyone's thinking he's got a BJ for <laughs> for giving away his son's ticket, which just didn't happen. And it, and when she's in the stadium as well, she's there taking videos of herself in the seat. And obviously for the people that haven't realized it's a joke, they're sitting there going like, what an awful man this person is. He's given away his ticket to a cameraman as well. It, 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 oh, it's awful. I feel really bad. But it was brilliant from Ashley Wet. She probably got loads of publicity from it. Like, props to her. She, know, she obviously knows what she's doing. But yeah, I feel really bad for the lad. That's all. This 50-year-old bloke. It's just... Yeah, I, he's like, his life's going to be ruined. Like, when, it, <laughs> when his kids see that, or if they have already seen it, his son that went to the game with him seen it, he's probably thinking, Dad, what on earth have you done? And that wasn't the only thing that's to do with... <laughs> being sexual that happened in the Carabao Cup final. I'll tell you what, something must have been in the air. Because when Virgil van Dijk scored that last-minute winner, um, Kostas Simikas did a really suggestive celebration. You know, again, go look up the video. I would play the audio, but the problem is the audio wouldn't really do it justice. It, <laughs> it's like, so van Dijk scores. Oh, absolute ecstasy. Ecstasy. Everyone's running everywhere. Van Dyke slides to the ground. What does Simicast decide to do? He goes for missionary on her. Uh, on Virgil Van Dyke. He goes for missionary on him. Like he's on the floor, legs popped up on the shoulders. It's like some American psychos type stuff. It's like that scene in it where he's like, with that girl, but like he's just there, like legs on his shoulders. Oh, it looks so weird. There must have been something in the air. Ashton Wet's aura must have leaked onto the pitch, and it went, it went and took over Simicast. But that wasn't the only thing because later on, trophy celebration. Obviously, Chelsea players we are going to be a little bit annoyed, which is a beautiful sight to see. You got people shouting things at Caicedo, shouting things at Pochettino, shouting things at all the players, at everyone. But then there was this one clip where this Liverpool, it's obviously Liverpool fan. One, when if you hear the clip, you can just hear the guy's voice. He's a scouser, so you 100% know it's a Liverpool fan. And it's in like the bit where they're climbing up the stairs and they're all like, you know, looking really depressed and stuff and like got the, like, Drogba's in the crowd or something saying, oh, don't worry about it, guys. You'll do it next time or whatever. You'll get there next time. It's only a final in the Carabao Cup. But um, there was this one. And Enzo Fernandez. Enzo Fernandez is a World Cup winner. He's getting he's getting grief from one of these Liverpool fans in the crowd. And he just snaps. He just snaps. I mean, anyone would in this situation. Imagine that. Especially if you're from Manchester. You've got a scouser giving it to you down your ear, you would absolutely lose your head. And I tell you what, the Scousers would be loving it. And that's what exactly happened. He was loving it because Enzo Fernandez snapped back and he like lunged for this guy. He like lunged for him. He like he was about to swing for him. It was absolutely mental. He was like like about to throw a punch and he's like, get out, get out of there, man. But yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolute head loss from the Chelsea players. Very poor from him. But yeah, the final overall... It was like like always, like there was that one year where Chelsea and Liverpool just went absolutely at it with each other. For like it, it was in the Carabao Cup and FA Cup final as well. They absolutely went at it with each other. And to be fair, it was a really good game. Went on for too long, like the last minute winner, bit of VAR controversy as well, because who doesn't love that? Thankfully, I don't have to worry about that anymore because we're in the championship. But 
Yeah, it was an enjoyable game. I love Sundays like that where it's just straight football. I'm sorry to the people who don't care about football. I hope you enjoyed your Sundays much as I did as well because the football just made it 10 times better, especially Friday night as well. That was absolutely fantastic. That was absolutely fantastic. Just go and look at the lead score. Just go and look at the lead highlights and you'll know. Right, enough football talk. Kick that away, kick that away. We don't have to worry about that. The FA Cup final isn't until like June anyway. So that'll be done for now. Even the Premier League final day, championship final day. Doesn't matter. Shoot, go away. But anyway, top five moments of the week. Or since last episode. Or whatever I could find that just looked funny. It might not have been from the past week. It might have been from last year or whatever. But that is what we're going to be looking at again. We know you love it. Everyone loves it because we just find some absolutely mental stuff. Social media is a weird place, but it's a beautiful place because it gives us segments like this. So the first video that I found on uh, probably on the weekend, really, when I've just been sat around doing nothing is um, there's this lady and she went to, um, well, no, no, she didn't go anywhere. She was obviously chilling at home. She was on this beach or whatever. And then a massive tsunami comes. And then what do we always decide to do in this generation? Get our phone out and video it. Yeah, so obviously in some foreign country and, you know, loads of water gets blown in. She gets swept away as well. What a div. But she's videoing herself with a massive threatening wave coming to her. She gets swept away. She actually gets stuck in a branch as well. That's what makes this 10 times worse. She gets stuck in a branch. She's just there with a selfie stick, just like, hey, look at me. I'm like getting swept away. I could die. Yeah, that's mint. It's not going to be funny when all of a sudden you just see black, isn't it? Yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be buzzing that you film the tsunami. You won't even be able to see the video. <laughs> but another moment of the week. It's not really a moment, but I saw this on Twitter. This lad took a photo. It's of a park somewhere or whatever, like at one of those retail parks, and they've got like a food bit. And I tell you what, this lineup for this food court was absolutely insane. Now listen to this, Starbucks. Greg's, KFC, Mackey's, Nando's, Leon, Pizza Express, Pret, and Chopsticks. And then there was a name of an Indian place on there. It was like to 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 pass something, and it's like a curry bit. But what what a lineup that is. That is absolutely unreal. We've had a lot of food talk today on here, haven't we? We've talked about biscuits. Now we're talking about a random food court lineup at a place we don't even know about. But what a lineup that is. I have to say, like, not a fan of Starbucks. I'm going to go through them. Not a fan of Starbucks. I'm not fussed about that. They can, shoo, go away. Greg's, holy grail of England. That is what it means to be British. I wish I had a rule Britannia button on here to play for that. But that's what it means. Greg's is the epitome of being British. It is fantastic. And I, 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 in fact, I know some people that haven't had Greg's. 
And I can't get my head around that. How are you not having a Greg's? That, that I just, I can't fathom it. If you never had one, go have one. And if you had one, keep going and get, keep going and getting them because they are absolutely fantastic. KFC, controversial opinion. Not the biggest fan of KFC at all. Not the biggest fan. I went one time, I went recently and I was just, I just wasn't a fan. I just wasn't really that big of a fan of KFC anymore. And then move on to Mackey's. Yeah, you know, Mackey's boring. Just same old, same old. It, it's the GOAT. So not much to say about that. It's really good, really boring. And then Leon, I tell you what, I actually had, I actually went to Leon one time because I was delayed at London when I was trying to come back home one time for about two and a half hours. And the only food place that they had in London, Houston was a Leon. And I tell you what, I went, and if you're ever looking for healthy fast food, that is the place to go. Even fast food in general. Like, if you just want something, go try a Leon out. I think it's made by the same people as Mackey's, but go try it out because the food is absolutely banging there. It's unreal. Then Pizza Express. Pizza Express. Tesco. Tesco vouchers. Need I say more? Prep. All right. It's decent. You probably get it when you go to an airport or something. And it, it's another train station one, isn't it? You see it in a train station. You'll probably go get one because it's the only option. And then uh, chopsticks. Chop, to be fair, chopsticks, hidden gem. It's really nice. Imagine a Chinese takeaway, but it's like a subway. Now that is good. You get to pick and choose. You get to choose your size of tub. Oh, fantastic. But yeah, what can we say, guys? What a lineup that is. I need to find that place. I need to go there. I need to scran each and every single fast food there. I'll probably become obese, but it's worth it. And then, classic. These are classics. You can't park there, mate. You can't park there, mate. Hey, pal. Any chance of a fucking pushover? Please, pal. Now, of course, a lot of you remember the original video where I, I, I forgot what it was. Was it a guy getting pulled over by police or something? He was getting a ticket. It's like, oh, a car crashed. And he's like, can't park there. And he starts absolutely losing his head. This one is one of the funniest ones I've seen. Go look it up. Can't park there. You'll probably find it. But this guy flipped his car onto his side. And it's flipped onto the driver's side as well. So it's like become like a really like hard way to get out. You can't really get out. And he's just sat there. Hands on the wheel still. Hands on the wheel. It's just like, oh, could you tip me over, pal? Could you tip me over? And it's so funny because he's just there. I, I, with these videos, this is how simple the humor is. It's literally just some guy saying to a crashed car, you can't park there. How simple is that? Like, why is that even funny? But it is. He's there. He's crashed his car. His life's falling apart. But as soon as you add, you can't park there. It makes it 10 times funnier. It's brilliant. And then, <laughs> it's fantastic, isn't it? I saw these girls on Twitter. And um, they was over in America. And they, they did this thing. And we've all had the intrusive thought of doing it one time. What if we just walk out after we've eaten our food and don't pay the bill? What, what are they going to do? Well, these girls did it. And obviously, like the criminal masterminds they were, they decided it would be a wise idea to go and leave their leave their keys.
That guy near the end summed it up perfectly. The world's dumbest criminals. How have you devised a plan to go and leave and someone leaves their keys? Imagine that. Like the walk of shame going back. We've all had that before when we're trying to buy booze underage and we can't do the walk of shame out. Imagine that. The walk of shame back in. And the bit that makes it perfect, the waitress is sitting there waiting for them. Card reader out straight away. And then it's just, for them, it's just head down, head down go pay head down go and pay <laughs> right back over to this side of the pond you might have seen it's been all over tiktok the willy wonka experience in glasgow magical how magical was it right quick rundown of it so glasgow they offered this um willy wonka like amusement thing it looks fantastic they used ai images to go and promote it used ai images and obviously, it's got to look mint. But these kids, when they turned up, were treated with nothing but a nightmare. It was this empty, this empty dull warehouse in the middle of Glasgow with a couple rainbows, a Wonka chocolate bar put in it, people dressed in umpa wumpers everywhere. It, it looked so depressing. And, and tell me, tell me, to just have a guess now what you think the price of a ticket was. Go on. Go on, 20 quid, 30 quid, 10 quid. No, it was 40 quid, 40 quid to go to this. And search it up, you'll see the pictures and then you'll understand why this is such a big thing. It was awful. You had kids crying, parents having arguments with the people that organised it. Umpa lumpers. There's this one photo, poor girl. Poor, she's came out and said something as well. Poor girl. She was at his table, and it looked like something out of Breaking Bad. She looked like she was in a drug lab. That's what it looked like. She was in a drug lab, and she's just there, face drooped, just thinking, what am I doing with my life? I probably went and got a degree in drama and theatre, and this is where it's led me to a warehouse in the middle of Glasgow. And apparently, people were, the kids were getting one jelly bean and a cup of lemonade, they were rationing it. They were rationing it. It looked awful. And they added this other character called, like, Nightmare or something. And he was, like, this brilliant video where he crawls out behind this behind this wall. And the Willy Wonka's like, what is that? It's the unknown. And this, like, masked creature comes out from behind this pillar. And the kids just start crying. And it feels so bad. But it's hilarious. It's like, how do you mess up that bad? And I, I hope everyone goes and gets their refund because it looked awful. I would be asking for my money back if I was paying 40 quid for that as well. It looked like an utter, utter shambles. Right, that is all we got time for, everyone. Episode four. Hope you enjoyed it. I really enjoyed doing it. Hopefully it sorted out your day as well. And, and do you know, yeah, big announcement, actually. Bit of an announcement here. So, I've been brainstorming ideas and stuff. And I've decided this is what is happening, ladies and gentlemen. 
we are getting another Sam Show episode in a week. But it's not just any episode. It's not just any episode. The Saturday show. The Saturday show. Where, what it's going to be, it's going to be like a little radio show. It's going to be played. It's going to come out on the same account, same platform, but it's just going to be absolute dance bangers for an hour. Sounds amazing. And I can't wait to release it. Probably going to be next Saturday, but it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Well, again... Thank you very much, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure doing this show for you. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you've got your Friday or whenever you listen to this. Hope you got your day right. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed doing it. Make sure follow the Insta, the underscore Sam underscore show four. TikTok is exactly the same. And Twitter, the Sam show four. All one word. Guys, have a great rest of your day. Tackle it. <laughs> Do whatever. Just I'll shut up. Have a good day, guys.